Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. This is Rabbi Steve Kane, and today we will be looking at Masechet Shabbat, Tzadivav Aleph, and Bet. The Tractate of Shabbat, page 96a and b. On page 96a, we come to a conclusion of chapter 10, Hamatznia. And the conclusion of that chapter simply brings us uh, a further discussion of the question of seeds becoming Tameh and Tahor, the question of seeds becoming um, pure and impure. And it concludes that discussion as we get to chapter 11. And we say, of course, at the end of chapter 10, Hadran Alecha Hamatznia, that we should one day return to study chapter 10, um, and we now go on to chapter 11. Chapter 11 is called Hazoreik, and Hazoreik deals with uh, a continuation of the concept of carrying, but literally carries it to a different level. In this case, it concerns throwing an object from one area to another. It begins by telling us that if you have an object in uh, uh, the Rashut Hayachid, in your private domain, and you throw it into Rashut um, Harabim, into the public domain, you are Chayav. You have uh, uh, committed um, a, a sin there, and you are obligated on a sin offering. On the other hand, you can toss an object from one private domain, from one Rashut Hayachid, to another Rashut Hayachid, in that case, you are patur. But if in between those two areas, in between private area number one and private area number two, there is a public area, so according to Rabbi Akiva, you are obligated on a sin offering, on a chatat, and the chachamim say that you are not obligated on the sin offering. That basically is how it uh, starts out to this chapter. And, uh, and the Gemara continues discussing this whole question of throwing from one domain to another and all of the details of it. But I would like to turn, actually, to the very end of the, um, of the chapter uh, because uh, there is a fascinating um, midrash that uh, concludes this whole uh, this, this page, and, and that has to do with... Um, uh, a question of um, of what uh, uh, was called the gatherer of wood um, and tzlachad. Now, um, in the book of Numbers, in chapter 15, you have what is called the mikoshesh etzim, someone who gathers wood together on Shabbat, and this person is put to death. It is the only instance we have recorded of someone who violates Shabbat and is put to death. Uh, but this person obviously was someone who was uh, uh, going against God's will, and uh, they were not a good person, and they were put to death. On the other hand, you have the story of Slavchad. Slavchad 
um, is an Israelite whose story is related in chapters 26 and 27 of Numbers. And, um, and he dies in the desert, and he has no sons to inherit him. And his daughters come to Moses and say, our, our, our father was a righteous person. He was not among those who rebelled against you. Uh, nevertheless, he died in the desert, and there are no men to inherit him. What is the law? And Moses is actually not sure what the law is. And so Moses consults with God, and the daughters of Slavchad are given the inheritance that it should remain within their family. Now, one could go into a very lengthy discussion here about what I consider to be the Torah's very progressive views in its day of the rights of women, and this is a great example of that, but that is not the point of this Midrash and the end of 96b. The Midrash relates a fascinating discussion between uh, Rabbi Akiva and, ben, and Yehuda ben Betera about, uh, about these two instances, about the gatherer of wood and about Slavchad. And uh, it reads as follows, Tanu Rabbanan, rabbis taught, Mikoshesh ze Slavchad, the gatherer of wood who died, who was killed for gathering wood, that is Slavchad. V'chein hu Omer, and thus it says, V'hiyu b'nei Yisrael b'midbar v'yimtsa'u ish v'gomer. And uh, the and the people of Israel were in the Midbar, and they found a person there uh, gathering wood, and of course he was put to death. Now, what this Midrash then does is what is called a Gezerah Shava. A Gezerah Shava takes a word which is in two verses which are totally unrelated, and says that since the word is used in both verses, there must be something we can learn from one verse to a next. And so what it does is it takes the verse um, for Slavchad, when his daughters come to Moses, and it says the following, And further on, it says the following, Avinu mate Bamidbar. Our father died Bamidbar in the wilderness. Now, Bamidbar was used for the gatherer of wood, and Bamidbar was also used for describing the death of Slavchad. So, the Midrash continues, just as there our father died referred to Slavchad, Afkan Slavchad, so too the gatherer of wood is also considered to be Slavchad. And then it concludes by saying, Divrei Rabbi Akiva. These were the words of Rabbi Akiva. Amarlo, Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera, Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera said to him the following, Akiva, Bein kach uvein kach, he says to him that whether you are correct or not, you are going to have to give an accounting in the future for what you have just stated. Why? If what you said was true, that the gatherer of wood was really Tzlavchad, the Torah wanted this hidden, and now you have revealed this. And so what you have done is taken something that the Torah specifically wanted to not speak about, to keep as a secret, and you have revealed that secret. And if you are not correct, what you have done then instead is said that this person, who was actually truly a righteous person, you have falsely accused him of being this gatherer of wood. I think this is a wonderful Midrash, because it points out the fact that 
that even righteous people, first of all, could have things in their lives which ought to remain hidden. That a righteous person is not someone who is a perfect person. So it might well be that Slavchad, who was righteous generally, was the person who gathered wood, and the Torah wished to keep that quiet, and Rabbi Akiva should not have revealed it. Or the other possibility is often we have people who are truly righteous in this world, and yet others want to somehow malign their character. And so therefore they say, this person really isn't so righteous. Uh, They uh, have done all sorts of things that are not so good, and it turns out that's not true. In either case, uh, Rabbi Akiva would have misspoken on this. And uh, so the comment of Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera to Rabbi Akiva says to him that, Rabbi Akiva, even the great saint that you are, even the great scholar that you are, you have to beware of people's reputations. Slavchad, either it should have been hidden from that, or you have said something which is unjust for him. And that is a great lesson for us to learn when we speak of other people, uh, whether it be that uh, other people are... um, Uh, that they should have parts of their lives remain private, or whether it be that somehow we speak unjustly of them. In either case, when speaking of another person, we should keep in mind that they are allowed to have the private things in their lives. We should not be the ones to reveal them, nor should we take a person who looks to be righteous and try to bring them down. Instead, we should uh, recognize the greatness in their lives, we should recognize their righteousness, and, uh, um, and make sure that that righteousness is something that is celebrated by all who know them. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.